0: We'll mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike. And with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are kicking off our uh, part three of our great longtime standing miniseries we call Get to Know Your League, mate. And this episode happens to be extremely special, not because of our guest, although he is pretty special to us. But this is our 100th episode. And for that We've got some special things going on, so let's kick it off uh, right away real quick. We're actually coming to you live from a stadium, which isn't playing right now because I have everything muted. Hang on. There we are. Yay, there's the stadium. It's our 100th (laughs) episode, and we're extremely ecstatic to be here with you guys. And I can't think of uh, anybody else to spend this time with other than Andrew and our friend Donnie, a.k.a. Donnie. VSO five, our commissioner extraordinaire. He's in the house with us tonight. Donnie, how are you doing? Yeah, good, good. How y'all doing? Excellent, doing excellent. Thanks. Well, it is our one hundredth episode, and it is the kickoff to our get to know your league mate series. And we are extremely happy to have you back. And um, what's going to happen this episode is we're gonna we're gonna talk a little about some life stuff going on, right? We're gonna catch up. We're gonna do some ch- uh, chin wagon. Uh, then we're going to do some uh, news and notes regarding some football talk because there actually has been some recent football news, um, and then we're going to get into the nitty and the gritty of why we're actually here, which is to interview you, Donnie, and ask you some more questions to get you know you, to know you a little bit better. And along the way, I'm going to drop a, a few things about uh, the history of this here podcast and this here league. So without further ado, um. I know Andrew and I have talked off air about this, but Donnie, are you a big fan of the Mandalorian? I am. So, did you watch the first episode last week?
1: No, I have not because I'm
0: waiting for my daughter
1: to catch up because she wants to watch it with me. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. Yeah, she's she saw Baby Yoda, so she's uh, she's into it now. Oh, nice! But uh, between us, I'm probably to the, to the, uh, sneak a couple in.
0: <laughs> okay it's, it's, That's alright right. um, So that's back for those that, that, that are fans It started last week uh, The newest episode dropped today I haven't watched it yet uh, I'm very excited to, uh, to get, sink my teeth into it um, Love the show I think they're doing a great job with this one
2: Yeah I, I haven't had a chance To jump into it either um, I started actually watching uh, King of Tulsa With Sylvester Stallone that uh that series where he's a a gangster who gets exiled out of new york and sent to tulsa oklahoma to try and take over that town um i'm a couple of episodes into it and it's uh it, it, it there's some good humor into that so if you haven't watched that one that's another good one to to jump in on
0: all right all right uh, so johnny what's been going on in your world as of late it's been a while since we've had you on the show You've been hit, uh, been hit with a few storms.
1: Yeah, dude. We got uh, the most rain we've gotten in years out here in, in California, especially uh, our neck of the woods. So I've been dealing with that. Um, so is that coming started, with a lot
2: of flooding and everything?
1: Yeah. this Our town, our city is uh, not built well for flooding. So we have to run pumps and uh, our uh, clear drains. The, the main thing is just some leaves get get uh blocked up with either debris or like a palm leaf and that just
0: causes all hell it'll uh flood the whole street so you need some more coniferous trees when those uh, needles fall it's hard to clog anything oh my goodness if you don't have leaves we're so cold <laughs> that's
1: right uh, all right yeah, but that and then uh started a. Uh, watching a lot of star trek lately man i'm on a really? star trek trip yeah oh what are you watching right now i'm i'm on uh, star trek discovery
0: <gasps> okay so. me too i just got into season three uh i have the, the paramount plus service i got since christmas uh-huh. And when I get home and I'm cooking in the kitchen and doing dishes and cleaning up, I throw in an episode. So I'm I'm I just started season three and I'm really enjoying. It. I think they did a really good job with this. Are you liking it?
1: Yeah, I, I really am liking it, dude. I binge watched it all last week and do so. I'm I'm close to season three. I don't think I'm I made it there yet. I got to double check. It's been a couple days.
0: Okay, well, it's uh, so far so good. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It is fun. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not a turncoat on my Star Wars. I still love my Star Wars. I can see you shaking your head over there, Andrew.
2: It's just it's switching just, it up a bit, dude. It's just you're either a Star Wars guy or you're a Star Trek guy. I'm a Canadian, which means I like to <laughs> sit on the fence.
0: <laughs> Don't make a stance. I like everything. Uh, yeah, I'll sit with you. I both. apologize for that. Uh, all good. All good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Star Trek Discovery very different than some of the its predecessor series and uh, it has a I think it has a spin-off series now. Um, I, don't know, I don't remember what it's called. So the uh, the Captain Pike that the actual plays Pike and Spock they yeah, have their own
1: okay. series. Okay, so I'm um, I i have already I watched that one. Wait, is that the Brave New Worlds one?
0: Oh, okay, that's what it's called. Yeah, Brave New Worlds.
1: Yeah, see, I, I watched that first and then, then I went to Discovery. Oh. Okay. Well, so I then. Like, I... oh, man, let me check this out. And then I liked it. And I was like, oh, let me check out some more.
0: Yeah. Well, I have not watched that one yet. That's one I, I w- I'm going to get to eventually.
1: Yeah, that, that, one's, that one's good too. I, I enjoyed it. But I mean, it doesn't take much to uh,
0: satisfy me, I guess. Okay. Have you watched Lower Decks yet? I have not. Okay. Really funny. And extremely appropriate. Essentially, it's all about the peons as they just start their Star Trek career, living in the lower decks and the crap they get up to. It is hilarious. I'm gonna have to check that one out next. Yeah, it's it's not as I put it in line with Rick and Morty, but without the crudeness. They don't they don't push that out envelope as much as Rick and Morty, but it's it's pretty good.
2: Oh, cool. All right.
0: Yeah, and it, it's animated, so it's really quirky. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there is some uh, interesting football news, but before we jump into that, I want to share with you guys uh, some important football dates. So the scouting combine just completed. Uh, if you didn't watch any of that, I don't blame you. Uh, there is some good highlight reels to go and check out uh, from, from the combine. Wolverine taking the fastest 40. Yeah, DJ Turner. That was pretty awesome uh, yeah, to see him do that. Uh, there's, there's been some interesting... Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I, I watched a little bit of the combine. My my dad for some reason was addicted to it, and when I stopped by to visit him, that's what he had on. So we watched a bit of the combine, and there's just some interesting and some intrigue uh, to it all. And there's elements that I'm not sure if it's true or not. Did you guys hear the rumor about um, Will Levi being afraid of milk?
2: No, I never heard anything about that.
0: You never heard about that? Apparently, he's like absolutely terrified of of milk.
2: Okay. And, uh,
0: I did not. You did not? Okay. So then that's probably just a rumor. It's probably not like actual truth. But I, I might have delved down to too many holes over the weekend looking at some football stuff. And uh, <laughs> shout out to our friend Evan. If you guys know Evan, uh, also known as uh, EPLO, I, I pronounce it Eplow, but it's EPLO. Uh, he does some really cool um, college athlete analysis. Uh, You can find him over at the RPG podcast. Uh, Yeah, he posts some good stuff online that was fun to read. But some other dates of note. Uh, The franchise tag opened up um, yesterday, Tuesday. And we have a couple uh, notes. We're going to talk about that. And uh, coming up, free agency starts next week. Uh, There's going to be a rather hubbub around it because there are some really sweet running backs in this uh, free agency class. Not so much uh, wide receivers. There's a couple quarterbacks, which have already found some landing spots. Uh, Then there's St. Patty's Day, so make sure you wear some green so you don't feel the pinch. And then shortly after that, the NFL Rookie Draft is Thursday, April 27th. Mark it on your calendar. It's a pretty big day for us. And then the NFL schedule hopefully will be released, fingers crossed, by Thursday, May 5th or 4th. May the 4th be with you. And then our Rookie Draft is scheduled for May 20th at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that would be uh, 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern. I think I got that right. Okay. Now on to some news. So we're gonna talk about uh recent signings. Derek Carr. Probably the biggest news is he signed with the uh, New Orleans Saints. And I'm gonna do a quick round table. I'm gonna start with you, Donnie. What do you think of the deal? And do you like the landing spot?
1: I love it. I uh I love it for uh for the Saints, I love it for Carr. He gets a fresh start, he has some good wide receivers. Well if Michael Thomas comes back, but we all seen what a can do. And uh, I don't know, dude, I,
2: I, I
0: think it's, it'll work well. Okay. Andrew, you made a scrunchy face.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I, I was all in on the Michael Thomas last year and uh, he burnt me. So I'm kind of off that bandwagon and we'll see if he ever makes it back. I don't know that I think he's his career might be done. He might be just a little too fragile now. Um, Do you think he's uh, um, like the new AJ Green kind of? I think so. Here. Yeah, he's going to okay. be in the background. He'll be a third, a third wide receiver, uh, and he'll have flashes of great games, and but for the most part, kind of mediocrity. Not reliable enough to yeah. to be a starter. Yeah. Okay. Um, from the Derek Carr perspective, ah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him go to a team that's going to be a little bit more competitive. Like I, I think you know, if you know, if Aaron Rodgers moves on to the Jets, that'd be a great spot for him. Land in uh, in Green Bay, um, or go to a, go to another team that's a, that's a little bit more competitive to see if he can bounce back and become that. Uh, that quarterback that everybody thinks he can be. Um, And we'll, we'll, we'll see from there, but I just, I don't like the personally, I just, I don't, I don't like the mix of the, with new Orleans. I think he could have done better. He's got a great, he's got a great contract. He got what he wanted. He wanted a long-term deal Four years is at his age is good. a good deal. Um, So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay. I, I like the landing spot. I like the contract. I think Derek Carr has shown us who Derek Carr is. He is slightly above average. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. He can hurt you, and he can help you, but he can't carry you. But I think he's good enough that he's going to help this, uh, this team in its current state uh, do better than they have been. Uh, give them some stability and something to work around. The, the contract is also good for him and the team. It's very team-friendly. So at some point, if they need to cut bait, they can. But he's getting paid regardless, and it doesn't hurt their cap space. So I think yeah. good for them, good for him. Uh, I think they do need to start rounding out some of the other positions on this on this roster to really make a go out of it. Chris Olave, I think, is going to be an elite wide receiver long-term. Michael Thomas, I, I agree, he's probably had his best days and he might, might not be the number two on this team. I'm actually hoping that Juwan Johnson, that tight end, um, becomes the number two and really rises to the surface. Um, Do you think I he
1: think takes, it's, like it's, the, the Waller role? role?
0: The Waller Wall- <laughs> the,
2: yeah, is it become yeah, a, it, the
1: Waller of the, of the Saints?
2: I, that might, that, because you know Derek Carr likes to throw to the tight end. Yeah. He might be. So, like, I, I would love to
0: see that happen. Now, thinking of the situation of where he could have gone and the landing spots, those landing spots, um, Aaron Rodgers, to me, is uh, an absolute kink in everybody's ointment. He, he hasn't made an announcement whether he's staying or going, and he didn't make an announcement. And in that process, he hasn't said if he's, if he's going, is he going to retirement, or is he going to another team? So it's it's really hard, I think, to say... Derek Carr could have landed in green Bay because I think that window is going to close real quick or open real late for somebody to be able to jump in and do something. I think, I think that's kind of what's going to end up happening. Aaron Rodgers is going to screw green Bay in one way or the other. Um, either he comes back and they're great or he's going to retire at the last second and they're not going to have an opportunity to find someone or he's going to get traded and they're not going to find an opportunity to fill. Um, so this is why I really like the landing spot. Because to me, there's only, there was only, only a couple spots I think he would have been successful at. To me, this is the perfect landing spot because he's not really going to make a significant improvement in their situation. Whereas if he landed with the Jets, I think that would have almost like detracted from the trajectory of where they're going.
1: I don't know. I, see. I, I feel the opposite. I feel like the Jets are more set up for success. If they just they just need any capable quarterback, yeah, and Carr would give him a big boost.
0: Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo in New York, or would you rather have Derek Carr?
1: I I would rather have Carr. I'm not the biggest fan of Jimmy G.
2: I think from an from an injury standpoint, I'd rather have Carr because has Jimmy G played a full season in the last five years? Okay, true. Um but I mean, but he is a good game manager though he um, is he is he does
1: have a great defense, so I mean it does make yeah. sense. It'll be the same as and it's as, his uh, former
0: coach
2: Robert Salern. yeah
1: it'll yeah. be just like he's in San Francisco still, just with the new color yeah
2: so, so i it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next week or so with the with the quarterbacks um okay. you know, there was that whole rumor about Brady even talking about coming back, so, oh so no he that happens
0: he squashed that did you, he made a public announcement saying if you guys have never known what if you've never adopted a 2 month old kitten and Ooh. had to take care of it with your daughter you you i'm never coming back to football <laughs> that was the gist okay. of it his- okay he he
2: he also said last year that Giselle really really wanted him to stay at home and and be a family guy and what happened <laughs> 2 weeks later yeah, I'm strapping up my my cleats and putting on my helmet there, folks. So the cat the cat's going back to the SPCA probably pretty quick.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> well, and okay. I could I
2: and I could see him landing in Miami or New York if if Rogers does not go to New York. All right. Well,
0: questions uh to be seen or to be yeah. answered here in the future. But a couple more quarterbacks have been taken off the market. Daniel Jones re-signed with the New York Giants. He got a $160 uh, million dollar deal over four years. Uh, kind of similar to what Derek Carr got, but not in the same structure. So it's a bit more balanced, not as team-friendly. But, okay, he's he's back in New York, which allowed them to put the franchise
2: tag on Sanquan Barkley. Yep. Yeah. So that probably squashed all of the conversation of him going to Chicago.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he can't. Uh, Either they have to trade, trade four, which I I doubt that's going to happen because they could just use their own draft capital to draft a new young running back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's done and done. But we'll come back to that in a second. The Geno Smith re-signs with the Seahawks on a three-year $105 million deal, which is extremely team-friendly, but good for him because he did ball out last year. He got paid. Um, I, like the, I like the connection because I'm not sure Geno Smith is a true starter anywhere else outside of this system.
2: Yeah, I think that, that system fit, fit him really, really well last year. Yeah. Uh, and keep going down that same path and, and pick up one or two more pieces, and they could be contending for their division again. Could be. Okay, so real quick, uh, Donnie, do
0: you think Geno Smith – could have been a starter for another team outside of the Seahawks.
1: I mean, it's possible, but will he, yeah, but I mean, he wouldn't have as much success for sure. He wouldn't be that top, was he top five back, number five, number yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a so. great
0: year last year, but I don't, to me, I don't see him, given his his history in the league, he's had one good year. Well, I would think you would stay where, where you had that one good year and tried to repeat that success as opposed to trying finding new greener pastures. So I yeah. think good for him that he got paid on a, on a relatively cheap deal that still allows them to draft a quarterback if they want to this year or next year, right? Yeah. And just make him the, the bridge, uh, bridge guy. So um, I like the situation. Uh, it's this next guy that I really want to talk about the Ravens have placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So if you guys don't know what that is, I had to do some reading. So what that is, is he is now signed and he gets 32 million guaranteed, which is not as much as what other quarterbacks are getting, but he is allowed to seek another deal with any team. And if he does and he accepts it, the Ravens have five days to match that deal or, They can bow out, and the team that's actually going to get him, it has to give up two first-round picks to the Ravens. So this is, I actually think this is pretty admiral of the Ravens, saying, hey, we don't want to pay you the money you're asking, but if you want, we'll let you go out and test the waters. Go and see what somebody's going to be uh, be willing to pay you. And if somebody is willing to pay you, then great. Take it. We'll, We'll take the compensation. Or if we think that it's within our means, we will we will try and match it. I think that's to me that's it looks like an extremely fair move. What do you guys think, Andrew?
2: Um, yes and no. Um, because of the whole we can match it bit. Like if he is if he's truly unhappy with the team, like it seems like right now, like for basically disrespecting him like his what his comment is if you guys wanted me for a long-term deal if i go if i go to atlanta and i negotiate out a a six-year deal and then all of a sudden now you guys want to match it well why didn't you just give me that deal to begin with
0: okay so here's what i'm thinking i don't think he's upset with the team outside of the fact that they're not willing to pay him the same amount of money that deshaun watson got i think deshaun watson set an unrealistic bar yes. and now now it's going to be challenging for other teams to to try and match that and do i think lamar jackson is worth the deshaun watson contract no i don't i don't know if you want to be physically responsible and build an effective team how can you afford that much money into yeah. a single no. i
2: i i fully agree with you there's no player um out right now that's worth that much money um Deshaun Watson, you're right, handcuffed that that franchise for the next four or five years.
0: And I think even the league, until more deals like the Derek Carr, the Daniel Jones, the Geno Smith, those things get uh, become normalized. But I, I understand where you're coming from. So sorry for interrupting you. I just wanted to like add that little comment that I don't think he's truly upset with the team. He's just he wants more guaranteed money. They're willing to give him the money he's asking for, but they just don't want to make it fully guaranteed.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it how it all unfolds. Um, again, if you got a team that's that's desperate, um, you know, for a, a quarterback, and the owner has a lot of money, kind of like uh, uh, Arthur, what is his name there? Um, Arthur Blank, I believe, is his name there in Atlanta. He's got a ton of cash. The owner there. Uh, if they're looking to make a splash on a quarterback, that could be their guy or even Tampa Bay, right? With Brady gone now, Tampa Bay could be a landing spot for him, you know? So (coughs) the Raiders, the Raiders. Yeah. That, that too, Um, you know, there's, so there's lots of places where he could, he could go, he could spend a month going and talking to every team that needs a quarterback and see what he can get. Um, So it will be real interesting to see, what he can get, and then what the Ravens do—like, do I do we offer it, or do we take the 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 picks? Right? Because if okay. if if they let him go, who's their quarterback? They're gonna have to go find something. <clears throat> exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um Donnie, what do you think? Yeah. Do you like do you like how they did it? What are, what are you thinking here?
1: I'm I'm all about
0: um, the, the
1: guys taking the team friendly deal, man. So. I just think that the, the contracts these days are just getting out of control. And it's, yes. it's just handcuffing teams. It's putting them in a bad spot. So, I mean, I I, I like that. The, I'm on the Ravens side, man. Just you, you got to think there's other players on the team, dude, even though you're a good quarterback. Um, you got to yeah think about the big picture.
0: True. Right. Um. Okay, so let me paint a picture for you here. Let's say – he does find the team that gives him an outrageous deal, like similar to what Deshaun Watson got. And the Ravens have to officially say, all right, well, we can't match that. That's, that's not what we want to do. So we're going to let you go. We'll take the two firsts. Now, their GM has been somewhat critical of their wide receiver group, which has caused some, some I guess, uh, blowback from Rashad Bateman, And they're going to need to do something to make some improvements, right? So whether they do that in free agency or the draft, but if they don't have a quarterback, I don't think Tyler Huntley, even though he went to the Pro Bowl for them, isn't a true true fill-in. So that means they're picking the leftover scraps of whatever's available in the QB market, and I think they might be a little late to the table. So they're either going to have to use that draft capital to move up in the draft to go and get one, um, or try to implode this team – uh, for next year what do you, what do you what do you think is more likely that they they let Lamar walk, taking the draft capital and implode the team this year to build for next, or do they try and let him walk and then try and move up to draft someone this year
2: i i I think the Ravens will match whatever he gets to keep them there and keep the chemistry there with the players. Okay. I I don't I don't I don't think they'll let him go. Um he was too valuable to the offense. They were pretty mediocre when he was out hurt. And uh you know I just I I, I don't foresee them letting him walk. I okay. I think they're trying to make the they're trying to do like Green Bay and stand firm with the you know what we're not going to be pushed around and bullied and blah, blah, blah. Cause I don't think he's going to get what he's looking for in the free market. Um, I, he's not going to get that crazy deal that Deshaun Watson got. No one's going to, um, but I certainly hope not. I, I really hope that that isn't the case. Um, so I, I think he'll get some good offers and I think, uh, they'll probably match it and keep him there. Okay, you're right. That's probably the most probable. Donnie, what do you think?
1: I, I agree. I agree with you Andrew.
0: Th- um, that's probably the most probable solution. So he goes out, he gets some realistic
2: offers. Yeah, it'll, and it'll It'd be it'll be an, it'll okay, be an well. ego check for him. Yeah. Because hey, I I'm worth a hundred million a year. No, no, you're not. Let's get back down yeah. to reality and yeah. and and just like Donnie said. Mr uh Lamar, you need to realize there's other players on the team that we have to pay, yeah. so I can't pay you a hundred million when my cap is only eighty or whatever it is because then I can't pay, i you got no offensive line you got no I wide
0: receivers I can't support exactly. you and I can't exactly
2: you. exactly exactly. if you yeah. want all these things to have a winning team, take your your expectations lower them a little bit and let's do this together. Um, and that's what I wish really, uh, you know, I, I'm not a Ravens fan by any stretch of the imagination, but that's what i wish wished the Ravens would uh, could have approached it to him like that. You know what? Let's just, we want to win. You want a championship, don't you? You know, how about you take a little bit less so we can get some offensive line to protect you and some, some upgrade our wide receivers to, to make you look even better. And, you know, Take it from that perspective as a, as a team thing, not a, a, an individual paycheck thing, because yeah. that could really divide a locker room as well, right? Like, okay. you know, you got your top wide receiver who can't make as much money. So, right. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully they figure it out.
0: Um, Let's talk about some franchise tags So Saquon Barkley is off the market He's back in the Giants I actually kind of like that Because I think he's going to be a focal point Because they don't really have a receiving team uh, As of yet So I'm curious to see what they do there Uh, Josh Jacobs was tagged for the Raiders Which I think is going to be fantastic Because they don't have a quarterback Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what they're going to do So I suspect any of the people who own Josh Jacobs Are happy with That he's coming back So He hasn't signed it yet But I like that idea Tony Pollard was franchise tagged for the Cowboys which is I certainly hope they restructure the deal for for Zeke otherwise he could be cut and then the Jags franchise tagged Evan Ingram which was expected yeah. okay so before we go into any additional comments because Andrew you have something here that's rather interesting I want to get to but uh, uh, Donnie we'll start with you first regarding franchise tagged players like it hate it don't care uh, I don't care <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right, Andrew. Any comments? No, I. You know what? They were all pretty much what everybody expected. Yeah. Okay. You do have an, uh, a comment here regarding the Jaguars. You want to share? Yeah, it, like because was- it just kind of it clicked on me when I was reading through the notes uh, when you had put uh, Evan Ingram there from the Jags being franchised, and then I, you know, was was looking at the the starting offense. Um, you know, and I just wanted to put out there to you get two guys, you know, like, what's your what's your thoughts on uh, the talent that they currently have uh, and the way they gelled at the end of the year? Do you guys think they will be a top five fantasy scoring offense this year? Because they seem to have a lot of weapons. I think they're
0: trending in the right direction. I wouldn't put them top five, but I would put them top ten. Okay. I think Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I'm blanking on the name of the coach, um Peterson? Doug Peterson? Uh, Doug Peters. Yeah. Okay, so where they went from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, uh night and day. Yeah. And yeah. they're on they're on the uptick. Uh things started to move for them on the ground, through the air, uh the defense started to to show up. It's it's exciting to see where the Jags are going because they've been a crappy team for so long. That um, yeah, I think I think they're they're top ten next year. I wouldn't put them top five though. Okay. Donnie. I right. I don't know, man. Um,
1: they're, they're really setting up Trevor Lawrence well, man. I like how they're doing it. I I can see them breaking breaking the top five, dude. They got so many. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, with Ridley now, Shark looks good. Not Chark. What am What am I saying? Um, Christian Kirk, Kirk. Yes, <laughs> Kirk looks good. Uh, Evan Ingram, ETN. Dude, they got they yeah. got a lot of solid weapons, and they yeah. they have a their, their defense isn't the best, man. So they didn't need to put up points.
2: They, they 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 just remind me of the Chiefs, you know, four four years ago, a team on the on the uprise that could just take the next step. And become one of the top offenses. They just they look scary from that. Perspective. Do you think Trevor Lawrence is is going to be an elite talent?
0: Because if he if you do, then then it makes I can see uh, how those two beliefs would be congruent. I think Trevor Lawrence yes. is elite. They're going to have a top five offense because he's going to make great things happen there. Kind of like what happened with Pat, Patrick Mahomes, like, which is what you were referencing. Yes. If you don't believe Trevor Lawrence is an elite talent or that he's going to make that leap to join the echelons of uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen,
2: uh, Jalen Hurts, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, then... And I I do think that they've got the... I think they've got the the setup where he can take that next step. Okay. Agreed.
0: Okay. Well, that's exciting. Uh, Do you think... Given the situation that exists in that division, right? So, you got the Jags, you got uh, the Texans, you've got uh, the Colts and Titans. Titans. Okay. That is another division that to me is up for grabs that any one of those teams could rise to the surface. I think the Titans are probably the least likely given their situation QB, running back, wide receiver. If they're shopping Derrick Henry and they're not really certain about Ryan Tannehill. I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see what that division does. And I think the Jags are probably the favorite to take it because they're
1: probably. Oh, the I, think they're the, I think the Jags are the clear favorite, man. I don't, yeah. I don't see yeah. a, a way for these other teams.
2: Yeah. Especially if they can improve their defense through the draft and, and uh, free agency. Because we're, we're expecting the Colts and the Texans to draft
0: quarterbacks this year. And the what? Titans essentially will be left behind in their resurgence because they don't have one. They have Ryan Tannehill, which I don't think they have any love left for.
1: No. Yeah, and with rookie quarterbacks, is it, there's going to be growing pains. So, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be that big of an impact.
0: Okay. Well, I look forward to doing the divisional breakdown this summer when we get a better picture of what the that division's truly going to look like.
2: Yeah. Cool. That'll be fun.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to take this little moment uh, before we jump into the interview. And at the end of the show, I'm actually going to make a rather interesting announcement. I haven't even shared this with Andrew yet, so he doesn't know what's coming. But I have a surprise and I'm very excited for it. So that is that is the gift I'm going to give to you. This 100th episode is at the end of the episode. I'm going to make an announcement of what that is. And I'm very excited.
1: I'm excited thinking about it. The suspense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm building it up. Okay. So here's what we know about you, Donnie. Uh, you started this league way back in 2018. And the full story, I think uh, we don't need to recap here today, but it's a good one. Uh, you started the league. You, you named it. You you went out and found all of these guys to come in and, and put this thing together. We got to, to know a little bit about you living out there in Bakersfield, California, loving your IPAs. You're a family man, you're a street sweeper, which I really think is code for you're like a weird bag man for the mafia and you make buy. <laughs> it's not really a you're not really a civic union member. You're not like that's so when it storms, it's really like there's there's like a hit going on and you gotta go clean it up. Yeah, like John Wick gives you the coins
2: to come clean up his his bill, his
0: house when bad things go wrong.
2: That's what I truly think. <laughs> And that's why he was chasing a guy down the street with a street street sweeper. Yeah.
1: No, no comment, guys. No comment.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Uh, you love the Rams. That's been your team forever, whether regardless of what city they've been in. Um, I forget your song.
1: But oh, maybe minus the was it minus the bear? I don't even remember it. I remember. That's okay. We'll figure it out. It's probably monkey um, knife fight by minus the bear. That'd be my guess.
0: Okay. I don't think that that's not that's not clicking in the ground. <sighs> Either way, that's your new song, "Monkey Knife Fight." Uh, so we got a new set of questions, which you've you've uh, had a chance to read. So let's okay. uh, let's dive into those. Andrew, do you want to hit it with number one?
2: Sure. Um, you know, in your opinion, uh, which uh, of these brings the best bang for your buck: a draft pick, a waiver wire pickup? Or a trade.
1: Okay, well, I am not the best at drafting. And uh we all see my drunk trades. So
0: <laughs> Friday night drunk t- trades with Donnie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I calmed down a lot on this right now so far as of this year. Um so it's gotta be hitting on the waiver wire, man. That's always a, a great feeling. Uh I mean not not so much here, but in my, my other league, especially the ones with the return yards getting mm-hmm. there's some gold and waiver wire tickets in, in those leagues.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: question number two. Over the past few years, the NFL has made some significant rule changes to protect players' health, which in turn greatly benefits the offense, and there seems to be uh, more scoring. The last three seasons uh, are in the top five all-time in league scoring. Which position do you feel has grown or benefited the most from those changes?
1: I believe the quarterback position has benefited the most because they uh, they get protected now, dude. They get wrapped in bubble wrap. So um, they don't have to worry about getting smashed every play. So it's definitely got to be the quarterback for me.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Did you know recently that on NFL.com – they released a report from the uh, competition committee. They reviewed every uh, every foul, every flag that was against the quarterback. So, if you uh, unnecessary roughness, if you if you um, what is it called when you when they they fall on the quarterback? It's not unnecessary roughness. It's something else. Uh, On a blank as well. Yeah, me okay. too. So there's uh, a variety of penalties that protect the quarterback.
2: Yes. So they reviewed those. And inc- incidental ton- contact? No, no, that's re- that's receiver and DB. Uh, okay, all right, sorry. Okay, Go so e- either way, um, they
0: found in 22 uh, instances, only two were verified as real. Um, oh, dang it. Of whatever that, that penalty is called. Roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. There we go. Oh, my goodness. such a simple word, and we just couldn't get it. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> when it comes to roughing the passer, there was 22 flags flown, and only two of them were real roughing the passers. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, if you think about it, you know, a guy with a, a, a lineman gets hit from the side or hit in the back from the, from the offensive lineman just trying to block him he yep. he hits the ground and rolls and rolls over on uh, on the the legs of the quarterback yep. the, re- the ref who's watched trying to watch the ball get thrown and the quarterback hitting the ground has to make that you know two second judgment call on whether it's roughing the passer or not they just see no, a big, big. they see a big body on the guy's leg yeah and yep. and i you know it's it's the same thing with like uh pass interference and stuff like some of those pass interferences where both guys are hand checking, like do you call it mm-hmm. or do you just let it go because they were yeah. both hand checking and you know to so me if they're both hand checking let let it fly exactly right? exactly Run um, um
0: I just think it's curious that you chose the q b position because i think I think it's true, I think he's probably benefited them or they have benefited the most. Um, but I think it's curious that the competition committee released those findings. Cause I think there will be a change uh, either this year or next year where they might use the sky judge. They might actually implement the sky judge uh, similar to what the XFL is doing. If you guys haven't watched how they're doing, it's really interesting. So the ref calls the play. It, it goes up to the booth. Everything's reviewable. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, we support it. Let it go. Or that, nope,
1: that works pretty smoothly. I haven't watched
0: I, it does. It's it's relatively quick because they're they're almost like they're expecting it. They're reviewing every play anyways, so they yeah. they expect everything to be challenged. Is what it feels like.
2: Yeah, because in the in the XFL, they even the sky judge has the ability to, like, if they didn't call, call a per- penalty. If, well, mm-hmm. no, no. Like, if they if they didn't call a penalty, the sky judge can say no, stop. There was a there was an infraction, or infraction, or whatever. Something that was detrimental to the to, oh, to, to the play. to the play, yeah. They won't yeah. they won't stop it for like a holding, but you know if you've obviously missed a uh, a pass interference, they will stop it to say, hey, you know that there was pass interference on that play.
0: Hmm. Something very egregious.
1: Yeah. Side note, guys, Sky Judge sounds very ominous to me. Like there's Judge Jed Dread is just standing on the top of the Judge Jury
2: Executioner right there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which is right there or, on the top.
2: Or, or Terminator Skynet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it's a hybrid between Judge Dread and Skynet. Sky oh, Judge. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're going, folks.
1: Yeah. I like it. Love it.
2: Excellent. All right. Excellent. Um, okay. so, number three. Uh, I
1: mean, do you, do, do you guys have a argument for... A different positions benefiting more.
2: See, I I personally do and Mike and I have talked about this uh, offline. We might have to save that. Yeah, but okay. I have to say okay. in case it's my, in case I get uh, I get interviewed. Oh but, yeah. uh put you in the hot seat. See, my the position that I chose that I choose is because the quarterbacks have a lot more protection as well. Okay. So uh um, so because one Office has it. alignment,
1: it's the offense alignment. I know what it is.
2: No, well, <laughs> no. Okay, we'll give it away. We'll just move on. Next right, question. Right, yeah. next question. Um, uh, a, a league is opening up a uh, possible position in one of their one of their drafts um, for an abandoned team. You know, when you look at the team, what what's a deciding factor if you want to take it over or not? Oh, I think his batteries might have died.
0: Oh, no. No, but oh, you still hear him. No,
1: I just switched headbutts. Um, oh, oh,
0: okay. Okay. So the, the question was if you're taking over an abandoned team, an orphan team, what do you look for as one of the deciding factors whether you want to take it or not?
1: Uh, draft picks. I like to see uh, they got their, their draft picks, man, future ones, especially. Um, I was looking at some orphan teams, actually, and I had some orphan teams. I had to uh, get filled. And, uh, dude, if you don't have draft picks, man, it's really hard to fill those.
0: Because somebody else has got to come in I and try to pick up
2: the pieces, yeah. Without the
1: pieces. Yeah, yeah. not only that, it's like some of these teams, you see they don't have any future picks, and you look at their roster, and you're like, who the heck did they trade Like these picks to get because they don't even have a good roster. Yeah.
2: No, I, I, I could, I could see that. Um. That wasn't, uh, you know, the the draft picks is a real interesting concept of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I know, like when I took over in Poor Man, when I took over the abandoned team, um, there yeah, were, but there were no draft picks that first year. I think I had uh, a couple of threes and a four. Um, but whoever had it before had traded away the one, two, and the five. But it was such a good solid team. Like he must have traded the first to get ma Kelsey or Mahomes or something. But yeah. uh, but it was a good solid team. Yeah, I mean, um, in, in in that case, uh,
1: it's 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 okay. I, get, I mean, like it's it's good. But in then the other instances where
2: it's just yeah, a no, crap I, game I, I I totally hear what you. Uh, I totally hear what you what you what you say with it. That I you know I I fully I agree with that. Draft picks are. If you're looking to build for the future, that's, the, that's what you if need. If you
0: want to personalize the team and make it yours. Yeah. Okay, so let me turn that around. Done. Yeah. Well, let me turn that around real quick then. As a commissioner, which you are of many leagues, you uh, how do you handle a situation where you have a guy who has now made some effort to build a team, is unhappy with it, walks away from it, leaving you with an orphan team to fill? How do you then go out and sell that to uh, a prospective manager to come in. It, it's devoid of future picks. The roster's not super solid.
1: There was a um, one team that was pretty bad where I just uh, paid the due and and handled it like that, man. And um, that's like the last case scenario, dude. But, I mean, for the, for the most part, there's always people searching, man. You just got to put it on... Every, everywhere you put it out there, everywhere you can, um, like uh, Corey Bentner still, he has a pretty good network with his RPG. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it? What is it on Discord? With his Discord and all, yeah. all his different followers. So I put it on there, dude, and that's where I, I get most of my my orphan teams filled at, really. And then Sleeper has a, a little section where you can put orphan teams up, and then there's Reddit, Facebook. So, I mean, you just got to go everywhere, man, and, and uh, hope somebody sticks.
0: Okay. All right. Good.
2: Okay.
0: Question number four. Do you put more value on good waiver wire options or more bench depth?
1: I'm all about uh, waiver wire options, dude. I think it keeps the, team, the teams more active and it keeps the league more competitive whenever uh, people
0: are battling to get that, that hot new waiver wire guy right? Someone rises up, they want to spend on it. Okay. So then follow-up yeah. question to that is what are some possible solutions to help improve your waiver wire as a manager? Um, and as a commissioner, uh, have you implemented or have you seen some interesting strategies to help, help make the waiver wire more competitive?
1: More well, interesting? Fab, fab if it's, if it's not fab already, um, fab is the way to go. And then if you're having, what is it's the, the reason almost always is you have just too much bench stuff. So you got to talk to the league about cutting a couple bench spots or even um, I'm, I'm big on keeping taxi at one year. I'll go to two years in some leagues, but I, I really like one year, man. Um, it just it just keeps it more competitive where you have to make those decisions. You have to get to decide, like, do I really want to hold this guy and see if he pans out or if, if, if I cut him, if I cut bait. And uh, there's a few leagues where the taxi squad is like five years. And I'm like, it's just might as well just make that bench, man. It's like
0: five-year it taxi squads. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Okay.
0: Um, I actually have an idea I want to share. I'm not going to keep this one for a for a later reveal, but um, what about reducing the number of draft picks? So I, you can't draft
1: any players. Yeah, so I like make it, like, three rounds instead of five. type of that. Yeah, so yeah something like
0: that. So I think, um, I'm not sure. We did that in a league last year, and um, I'm not sure if it was a league that, that you and I share in or not. Uh, but, yeah, they went down from uh, four or five down to three picks. So it, it kind of made it difficult for the uh, trade aspect of things because once, like, uh, Having that fourth and fifth to kind of like uses currency in in balancing out a trade was always nice, but once they're gone, it really kind of changes the valuation you have of first, second, and third rounders. But it also really bloats the waiver wire, and guys are really active in picking up and dropping and picking up and dropping because they're they're trying to find that hot hand
2: uh, to get.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm no, I'm all for that. Yeah, I I think so In some of the leagues, the you know because the benches get so big, you you're you have nothing left on the waiver wire um, to pick up in the middle of the season if a guy gets hurt. Um. So it sometimes it's um. You know, I I agree. You know is it is it a a situation where you know you shorten the bench and and or do you go with a a shorter draft um i i guess it's like you said donnie you kind of go to the uh, to the league or the 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 league members and and see what the consensus wants to do
1: yeah and uh i mean that's that, that's a good point that's a good uh, still time to bring up bring up uh, new s- suggestions for better in the league man and I, I think both of those would be uh, something that I can bring up with everybody
0: Cool. right yeah um, oh, i'm just, I, I'm thinking of something here with regards to uh, to the waiver wire do you think when you are a new young uh, manager, getting into Dynasty, you feel more comfortable and secure having that that bench, bench depth. But as you become uh, more experienced and you gain some maturity in playing Dynasty, which is very different than Redraft, and you gain some confidence that you are able to start playing with reduced uh, you are able to play with a reduced roster, uh, bench roster, and this way you have the Uh, ability to to make those hard decisions because you donnie when you when you when you said that you have to make those tough choices that's essentially where this thought just came from is that the challenge you have especially when i first started is i loved the depth because i didn't know who to hold who to keep who to drop for who who was the the least least risky player i could drop um to pick up someone who has the highest upside but as as I've gained some tenure in playing Dynasty, the the decisions become easier. I don't have as much love or patience for guys sitting on my bench, if you're not performing, uh, I'm willing to cut you and go find somebody else to stash there and see if if any kind of traction holds, but that comes with confidence and experience. So maybe maybe there's some kind of relation between the less experience you have the newer you are to to that style of game you you like the larger bench spots and over time maybe you start reducing the bench spots
2: uh yeah.
0: to make the decision making process harder um but also you're increasing the difficulty of the game to kind of match the experience level of your players
1: yeah i, I agree 100 percent with that
0: okay interesting so I guess for those out there that are listening that are new to Dynasty, uh, manage your benches as you can, but re- recognize that you do have to make hard decisions. You have to make those. Uh, you got to make uh, start and sit decisions, and you have to keep whether you hold a guy with fingers crossed. Because uh, I know a couple people who held on for dear life for several people to make it, and it never happened. Oh, I'm guilty. of um, uh, we all have those
2: boys that we love when they come in and, and we have high expectations. Okay. How the heck how the heck I had four versions of Robbie Anderson on my <laughs> on my in my leagues. I don't know <laughs> idea. Uh, I think I still have one left.
0: Hold <laughs> them, man.
1: This is you.
2: <laughs> okay. Um Andrew, you got this next question. Number six. Yeah, so um how would you feel if we uh, had like a supplemental draft um, where and I know this isn't something that's in sleeper, but uh, where you could protect you know x number of players on your team um, and all the other ones could be you know picked up by other by other leagues. you know you could have like a two or three round draft where you're stealing players from from your league mates that's That's a nope.
1: fun concept, man.
2: Okay, let me, let me
0: preface this a little bit. I loved this question when Andrew came up with it. In the NHL, when they do an expansion team, like the Seattle Kraken, uh, the NHL as a whole did a supplemental draft where they had to choose so many players on their roster, and there was restrictions. Yeah. So you couldn't protect like all of your star players. You had to protect so many centers, left wing, right wing defenders, the whole bit. Yeah. So in this case... You could protect so many quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, whatever, but then everybody else becomes accessible. Yeah. Now, whatever the draft order is, they could go through and look through and say, oh, you, I see you didn't protect Calvin Ridley. You didn't protect Michael Gallup, right? Um, or maybe maybe you had a really stud roster and you, had, you could only protect one tight end, but you had Mark Andrews and you had TJ Hawkinson. I was like, yeah. Oh, I, now I can pick up T.J. Hawkinson from you. It's I—I I don't know. I—I I loved I loved that particular concept. Uh, it's kind of like a keeper league, but not exactly like a keeper league. So yeah. sorry, I—I I just had to jump in there because I—I—I was actually really loving this question when he when he proposed it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that that sounds like a a fun little uh, spin, especially when a uh, you're in a few leagues and you're just tired of the. Of the, the, the same old settings, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely would be fun to, to switch it up. I actually, um, suggested doing this in a league where it's a single quarterback league and to move to superflex. But, uh, I was like, well, not everybody has quarterbacks. I only had, I only had one quarterback. So I was like, I mean, I'll be down to do it, but we would have to do a supplemental draft yeah. where just like how you explain. And, uh, half half the league was on board but then you got the the powerhouses or the guys with multiple quarterbacks and they were like nope no way it's like we, yeah they, we they didn't
2: want to give up what they had
1: yeah yeah so i mean it's i mean that'd be super fun to do but it, it's like so hard to get everybody on board to to
0: do something like that. that would be hard um if but, someone had a really stacked roster be
2: saying hey look i i drafted really well and now i'm being penalized for it well yeah. i think and i where I think some guys might really get uh picked apart would be someone like Marvin, who's for four years now had a really solid team, yeah for sure guys would guys would be taking his 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 unprotected guys and then he would have to go and try and pick up a few guys um I guess you could have other rules built in where let's uh, say a team can only lose so many players, but you know. I think it's just an interesting concept to make things a little bit more fun.
1: No, yeah, and I, I think the longer the the league goes on, the more likely pe- more people will be uh would would be on board with yeah. doing something like that with switching
0: uh yep yep because you want to keep it keep it interesting and exciting for everyone to participate. You don't want to keep doing the same thing forever, but I don't know how how daring you want to get with changes and variations. You know? Yeah
2: okay true True. okay okay
0: so last question before we let you go is if you could set up an ultimate game which two teams of all time would you set up to play against each other past present maybe not future because we can't tell the future yet and i say yet (laughs) (laughs) i i would
1: uh want to see the super the Super Bowl winning Rams, the greatest show on turf, uh, go up against the current Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, just to see how they how they stacked up, man. I thought I think that would be a, a fun game to watch.
2: OK, okay. so two two offensive uh, powerhouses, minded teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, going at it. OK, cool. That's that's an interesting uh, matchup. And who do you think would win? Well, I think we know who you think would win. But oh, the greatest up. show on turf, dude. <laughs>
1: Isaac Bruce, man. You got Tory Holt. Oh, that was a,
2: that was a special Warner. year.
1: That was yeah, a special it, year. Yeah, dude. I mean, it would have, the Super Bowl will have to be on turf, though. Just, uh, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, home field advantage. Dude. we got to make sure. Okay.
2: All right. Excellent.
0: Well, That actually brings us to the end of the episode. So, Donnie, I want to say thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's always great to have you. It's fun to chat. Uh, You're a good dude. We appreciate everything you do for this league, especially how you took one on the chin this season and going last place so that you can take the very first punishment we've ever implemented in getting your name changed and your own customized picture. Oh, yeah. um, It was all for B-John, man. I don't mind it.
1: Did you guys think of the name yet? I don't even
0: know. Oh, it's up to Marvin.
1: Marvin's the one who's got to come up with that for you.
0: I have okay, okay. I have some suggestions to help him out if he wants them,
1: but uh... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm gonna have to keep up with the chat a little better. I I go into a little uh, I had to recharge my batteries after the season, you know.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I I su- fully suspect he'll have something very intriguing to use uh, come this summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking like Sweeper Dawn or Sweeping Machine, something cool. <laughs>
0: We'll see. Yeah, right. He's <laughs> what he's gonna do? Yeah, this is the guy who who has his name as three trophies
2: because he's oh, won three back
0: to back championships.
2: Yeah. Well, after listening to this episode, he might have you as a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> Mafioso. huh? Mm-hmm.
2: You, you and Juan, <laughs> you and Juan sitting there with machine guns or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the end of the episode. And before I, I do the send-off, uh, I do want to do the big reveal.
2: Oh, yeah. So
0: uh, last year, I made a decision of something I wanted to do with this podcast. Um, it's fun. It's enjoyable. And uh, I want to see it grow and expand and, and be more engaging, right? And not, not just um, for, for the guys that we, we play football with, but to anybody else that, that enjoys what we do. So I thought the best way to do that was to build a website. So as of right now, we at poor man football, have an official website at poormanfootball.com. Now it hasn't gone live yet. And the developer that I'm working with happens to be a friend of mine. And he has made some significant strides. Uh, I was hoping that we'd be able to get it launched at the beginning of season three, it is not launched yet. But the progress that he's made, and the design and of where it's going. I love it. I'm, I'm extremely excited. And I'm going to be working on some content, which is the next big hurdle is it's now on my shoulders as we've done some consulting and uh, working out some design. So as soon as uh, as soon as I get some uh, the final mockups from him, uh, my plan is to meet with Andrew and to show him like this is what the, the current trend of where we're going is and to start coming up with the content that we want to fill inside this website. And uh, I did send you a small little screenshot, uh, Andrew, of what it yes. looks like. Yep. And uh, Brian, shout out to Brian, uh, my buddy. He, uh, Man, he's really good at this. I used to be a web designer way back in the day and has never kept up with it. This guy's, he's good. So I'm, I'm really excited to show you guys what the final product is going to look like uh, where it's going and the the things that we're going to have on there that are going to be interesting and fun for us all to use.
2: That's awesome. Cool. Yes.
0: Yep. We will be forever immortalized in, (laughs) in the interwebs with our own website where we'll be able to track our previous history, our current ongoings, uh, catch up on podcasts, uh, post and make related comments and articles and things. Um, plus I have manager profiles where these little conversations that we have will be logged and we can reference back to for uh, posterity thing.
1: Oh, awesome, dude. That's so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we hand out awards like we did with Josh earlier this season, uh, those will be forever immortalized and captured. And pictures and names of teams when they are awarded will be forever captured and immortalized for those to, to see as well. Yes. It's going to be fun. So I'm very excited. I I can't wait to actually show you guys the final product. So know that it's coming. Uh, We are very close. Um, We just need to make some final decisions, but I like, I like where we're at now to be able to meet with Andrew and get some final sign off and like get your input on it of where, where it's at and, and where, where we want to take it. I'm excited. It's good stuff.
2: Yes, very exciting. I, I, when I saw the, the mock-up of it, it, was, uh, it looked cool. very, very cool. Yeah, so. uh, and, and he's, he's
0: okay, I, I'm, I'm nerding out a little bit, um, but he has been able to scrape the internet and get some really cool uh, football data and consolidate it onto our website. Oh, so So it's, cool. it's free, accessible data. Information regarding football players, fantasy football. And it's like, we don't have to go out and grab it. It just kind of grabs itself and loads it in for us. Oh. So when you want to know what's trending, what's not trending, what's, uh, what's hot, what's funny, what's rumors, what's whatever it's. Yeah. It's, it's interesting what can be done these days.
1: I'm, I'm excited to see it dude, when it, when it goes live.
0: Yeah. So I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, hopefully I'll have another update for you in a couple weeks. Um, as it's tough being a parent a working uh, a working man and um have little spare time that uh, and then having to connect with other people to, and have them also have spare time and everything to work on it so it's been it's been a process uh to
2: get to this point
0: so when it's ready i'll give you guys a shout post up some pics give you some some advanced warnings a whole bit
2: but, on on behalf of the rest of the league mike we really appreciate the the extra work that you're putting in on it. And uh, I know you enjoy doing that stuff as well, I do. but uh, yeah. you know, we, uh, you know, really appreciate the, all the extra stuff that you've, you've done above and beyond for this stuff. So you're awesome. Yeah, dude. You know what it
0: um, I'm going to tell you right now from, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. And uh, I really love this league. This is my very first Dynasty League. It holds a special place in my heart. Uh, I appreciate you, Donnie, you finding me out in the the, the Dynasty Wilds and, and bringing <laughs> here. And uh, I like the group of the guys that we play with. It's they're they're a unique bunch that we get along with. So, and the fact that we are we were all randoms, so to speak, when we started and uh andrew when an opportunity to w- opened up to bring you in like this has been this has been great truly enjoy yeah,
1: it yeah got a little brotherhood going on exactly
2: exactly yeah
0: all right well that does bring us to the end of the show uh again thank you very much for listening and enjoying you guys uh make this let show essentially what it is, right? We, we, we play football. We, we chat. We get to know one another. We have fun. Because if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. So uh, find us out on Facebook, Twitter, Poor Man Football, and soon, poormanfootball.com. You guys, uh, be safe, have fun, and have a good night. Have a
2: great week, everybody. Later, dudes.
1: Eu é isso.